What up? Thank you so much for lending me your ears, your heart, and your mind. This is the True North Podcast. What up, everybody? Hey, let's jump right into it. Um, so I want to talk about uh, I want to talk about a few things. Uh, first thing I want to talk about is the last time I took me and my son to the barbershop. Uh, we walked in. I think we was the second. Um, we was the second people waiting, which most time uh, I, my goal is to get there right when they open. Um, that way it's not a big line. Hopefully we're first. If not, we're, we are a strong second. And uh, this time, there was something playing on the TV. Now, obviously, the TV out in the lobby is playing traditional ESPN, playing Sports Center. Um, but the TV, like, um, and the way this barbershop is set up, you have your lobby, then you go through this one little door, and that's, and then there's one barber on the left, another one on the right. There's a divider wall that splits them. So, like, you have your own little section. It's cool, whatever. And um, uh, the barber that was there, he's the, also the store owner. And on his TV, he was binge watching Game of Thrones. And I was like, what? Like, this blew my mind because growing up, um, this is something that you never heard or saw played in the barbershop. And what I mean by that is not just, I guess, this is something that you never heard or seen in a African-American barbershop. Genuine, true barbershop and and the barbershop for african-americans it's not like you know a place where you go get your haircut it is it's the safe place it's where guys can go and just vent they can unwind um it's where you go it's it's where politics are talked about it's where sports are talked about it's where people are roasted it's where i'm it's where um it's where merchandise is sold. It's where um, it's where contact information is exchanged. It's it's literally just the it's the mecca of um, true, genuine authenticity and um, just I mean just I don't even know how to describe it. It's almost like the land away from the motherland. So let that marinate for a minute. And uh, so I love it. And. Uh, uh, what's and the reason Game of Thrones being on the TV blew me away because you know that's something that you never saw uh, on the TV in an African American barbershop. Because growing up for me, um, and this is and it's not just in the barbershop in my hometown, but several ones that I've visited um, in other towns, whatever um, here in the South. Um, you know, it's typical um, music videos, hip hop videos, uh, R and B, soul, uh, maybe a couple gospel stuff. Um, in the mornings when nobody's there, um, which is sad, but it's funny. Um, but I mean, I remember growing up, you know, going to the barbershop, that's when I would get to hear, um, artists like Whitney Houston, Bobby Brown, uh, Boys to Men, Jagged Edge, uh, Casey and Jojo. I get to, uh, see performances of, um, New Edition and Michael Jackson and uh, Diana Ross and like all these, I mean, all these acts and, you know, I get to see Biggie and Tupac on the TV and then go back to my mom and dad's car outside when my hair was, uh, when I was done, when I got my hair cut, go back to my parents' car and have to listen to CeCe Winans and <laughs> DC Talk and John Peaky, um, which is no shade, but I grew up in ministry, so I wasn't allowed to listen to secular music, but I loved the barbershop because it gave me that chance to get to listen to it. And then I had to go back to the car where I was back under 
the rules. So, but it was crazy because like it was things that were ethnic and urban that were only played and shown in the barbershop for the most part. And here is Game of Thrones, which is not urban whatsoever. But that just goes to show, one, that we are evolving as a society. Times are totally changing. Um, Things are, um, there's such a push. There is such a, uh, if you notice, there's so much content now that is um, that is crossing um, racial lines. That is crossing that 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 that's breaking barriers. That that isn't just viewed by um, the expected audience. It seems like now when content is created, um, the, the the creators or producers are doing the most that they can to make sure that this goes beyond the expected audience, which is awesome. And you think about it, that's the way we should live our life. We shouldn't live our life for an expected uh, demographic, for an expected person to receive what we're doing, but we should really try to break the bots, be outside the bots, break the mold, break the stereotypes. I remember this song a few years ago uh, called Breaking Stereotypes by Hison Lee, um, which is awesome. Need to go check it out. Um, I'll put a link to that in the show notes. But, I mean, we really should be breaking stereotypes. We really should think, okay, what what does culture say about me? And that isn't true. You know, because there's a lot of things culture says about me that is not true or a lot of things that society says about me that is not true just based off my external appearance. Um, but if you get to know me, you find out that a lot of that stuff isn't true. Um so I loved it. So it, it definitely was an eye-opener to me because the barbershop is always given permission. It's like if it's played or seen or talked about in the barbershop, like it's cool to watch, see, or listen. And before then, I never thought about Game of Thrones. I'm like, ah, not my cup of tea. But after watching it while waiting to get my hair cut, I was like, ah, you know what? Hey, if we're all watching it here. Maybe it's not all that bad. I know I got a lot to catch up on before this last season. However, it is the last season, so I think I'll be all right. Um, So if you definitely are a Game of Thrones fan, holler at me, help me catch up. Don't spoil anything, but just explain some things to me. Uh, Next thing I want to talk about is you will not believe what is back in society, lurking around the corner, sneaking under the mattress in your bedroom. Hopefully not, because that's very offensive and intrusive, and you do not get permission, and I'm not saying that. But anyways, uh, sneaking around the corners of the streets, lying in the gullies, lying in the alleys, waiting until you go to sleep at night, waiting until all is calm. It is the big, bad virus called measles. measles. Yes, I said measles. Measles is back. Now, this year, nearly 390 people in 15 states have gotten measles. Um, so that's more infections than in all of 2018. And like, it's it's just April. It's just April. And we've had more of a measles outbreak than the whole year of 2018, which is very alarming. Uh, I had read earlier that... Um, um, you know, some of the reasons that people uh, refuse to get vaccinated. One is because of lack of insurance, which I understand, or access to health care. Uh, two, a growing number of parents claiming exemptions, which could be religious or political reasons. Um, even though every state requires kids to be vaccinated to go to public school, some states let their parents opt out for pretty much any reason. And this leads to communities with lower vaccination rates and a higher risk of infection, um, which is crazy. Um, now, if you don't know what measles is, measles is an extremely contagious virus with potentially serious consequences. Someone with the virus can spread it just by sneezing or coughing. Um, and this is the way, uh, let me give you, let me describe. I don't know personally, okay? 
I don't know personally what this feels like. I don't want to know. In Jesus' name, don't let me ever know. Don't let my kids know. Uh, don't let my wife know. Um, but uh, it's described as getting a cold, um, cough, sore throat, runny nose, fever, but also it can lead to a rash. It can be especially dangerous for kids um, and lead to things like, watch this, deafness, brain damage, pneumonia, and death. Yes, death. Um, so people that refuse to get their child vaccinated, you are opening yourself, you're opening the door uh, to take a chance on, hmm, I'm going to play Russian roulette. Which which bullet do I want? Do I want deafness? Do I want brain damage? Pneumonia? Or you know what? I just want it. I just want the bullet of death. Which like it, that's 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 the picture I get when people say I'm not going to get the vaccination. So uh, our kids are vaccinated. I'm vaccinated. Kelsey's vaccinated. My wife, Kelsey, she's vaccinated. My parents were vaccinated. Their parents were vaccinated. Like as long as uh, as long as my blood is running through my family, they will be vaccinated. Uh, even my great, 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 great grandbabies are going to be vaccinated. Um, but I remember this article um, or this news story came on the Today Show like two weeks ago. The uh, governor of Kentucky, um, he uh, was being exposed because like he uh, he opted out of his kids getting vaccinated. I think it was like either small, um, not smallpox, good Lord. It was like chicken pots or measles or something of that nature. Um, and then he sent them along with several other prominent political figures and rich, um, and rich, uh, you know, political party supporters, um, arranged. And this is a common thing that is on the, on the DL, but now high key, everybody know. Um, and that is that they would, they would literally arrange these, these, um, sleepovers, like these party sleepovers where it's several kids and, um, one person is sick and everybody gets infected, sneezing, coughing on each other, and none and the all the parents of the kids have opted out of the vaccinations. Therefore, um, they and they do this on purpose that way their kid could get sick, um, build an immune system and go about their day. Like just thinking about the side effects I read earlier, you think about that. Imagine going back to middle school, it's Friday. You got the, you know, they they served the good pizza, the fresh pizza at school, fresh pizza, the 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 really good Dorito chips, not like the off brand, but like you got the name brand, you got the good carton of orange juice, not the moldy one. You go sit at the good spot, the table. Your crush is talking to you. You're talking to them, and you go back to your class, and there's no homework, and it's like, yeah, you're you're. Your mom or dad picks you up. You're like, okay, what are we going to do? Are we going to go to the movies? Are we going to go out for more pizza? What are we going to do? I mean, middle school Friday, you're so excited, and your mom or dad's like, you're going over so-and-so's house so you can get chicken pots. Yeah, it, it doesn't make sense to me either. But there's people out there that do that. So I don't know. Let that marinate is what it is, but that's society. Measles is growing. Uh, make sure you stay healthy. Uh, make sure you stay protected against um, diseases like that. Last but not least, I saw this article, and it was um, titled, Thieves Return Statue, Leave Flowers and a Card. So um, I thought this was pretty interesting. But it turns out these uh, there's a group of thieves. They stole this statue. Um, security camera caught the footage, and... Uh, 
Um, so then <laughs> the thieves, they returned the statue unharmed, undamaged. And not only did they return the statue, but they left a bouquet of flowers and a card apologizing. And I thought about this because I was like, man, you know, that's, that's kind of sweet. I mean, they're, they're literally, through their actions, they're saying, hey, we're sorry, will you forgive me? And here's what I want to bring out, because this is True North. Whatever ocean you are sailing through, we want to make sure that you are navigating on a path that leads you, uh, that lands you at the heart of God. So the True North point I want to bring out of that is, um, how good are you at forgiving others and extending mercy to those who have intentionally and unintentionally wronged you. Boom. Yeah. It hits me in the it hits me in the chest too. Definitely hits me in the gut. Um whoops my butt. Um not as hard as my mom. Well probably harder than my mom. My mom used to be able to she she was she was a good whooper. Um but yeah for real because you gotta think the owner like they're literally being asked, hey will you forgive me? I'm sorry. I'm sorry for doing you wrong. Will you forgive me? Um, and how many times have you been done wrong? Um, and it's so easy to be like, I'm done. Like I, if you don't know me, I'm the king of, all right, I'm done with that person. Yeah. Nah, they ain't, they ain't go. You may got me once. You got me twice because I'm trying to walk in Jesus. I'm trying to be Christ-like. So you got me twice because I, um, I didn't go off on you the first time and I didn't cut you off the first time. But like the third time, you ain't getting me because my soul is saved, but my hands ain't. So, you know what I mean? Uh, throw them paws on her. I'm joking. I'm totally joking. Um, but like for real, I'm the type of person that like you will not wrong me three times because the second time you wrong me, I'm done. And that's bad. The Lord's working on me. I mean, I have seen improvement because uh, through the prayers of my wife, my parents, and myself really trying um, to become more Christ-like and be more tolerant and be more um, and, and think things out and think about, okay, this isn't the reason this person is doing this is why. It's not because of me, but is it because they're insecure about their own self? So I'm thinking about the logic of those, uh, of the actions of people that do me wrong. But how, you know, how uh, on a daily basis, on a weekly basis, on a monthly basis, are you forgiving are you forgiving more than you are expecting to be forgiven? Hey, wow, that's good. That's good. Are you forgiving people more than you are expecting to be forgiven? Are you forgiving people more than you are expecting them to forgive you? Um, because, listen, uh, if you follow Jesus, then guess what? You have to walk in forgiveness because if anybody had a reason to be done with all of humanity, it was God. But instead, um, he went on a cross to pay our price uh, of sin. And guess what? Nobody else could pay it but him. He knew that, and he could be like, you know what? Nah, they're going to be selfish. Not all of them going to accept me. I'm done. I'm out. Deuces. But instead, he was like, no, for the ones that will accept me, I'm going to go to the cross. And even if they don't accept me, still I'm going to make it available if they choose to later on. Um, wow. Um, so, yeah. How good are you at forgiving others and extending mercy to those who intentionally and unintentionally wronged you? And so after you ask yourself that question, next step is you got to go to God and say, okay, God, give me the grace to forgive people. Because guess what? If you try to do it on your own, you're going to fail. You ain't going to be able to do it. You're going to get in your emotions. You're going to get in your feels. And you're like, nah, I ain't forgiving them. You did. Da, 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 da. We done. Um, but if you go to God and receive his grace, guess what? You can't be in your fields when you're filled with grace. Hey, oh, another point. Yes, you can't be in your fields when you are filled with grace.
That's good. Um, so, yeah, run to God. Receive grace. Receive strength to forgive others because why you have been forgiven as much. So thanks so much for listening. Make sure you comment below on the iTunes podcast app or SoundCloud.com uh, or SoundCloud app. However you're listening, make sure you share this. Go through your contacts list. Find at least two people that you want to share this episode with. Send it to them. Send them the link. Call them up and say, hey, you got to listen to this. It's only X amount of minutes. Um, so thanks so much for listening. Holla at you next week.